Okay, I'm nearly down this uh, horrible uh, tramp's urine. Ladies and gentlemen, to those among you who are easily frightened, we suggest you turn away now. To those of you who think they can take it, we say, welcome to the madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse Podcast, and today we're going to delve deep into what actually are the differences between an alligator and a crocodile. My name's Jimmy, and joined with me today is the Steve Irwin-hating co-host that is Stewie! Hello! I don't hate Steve Irwin, and I'm not sure that segment made it into the last episode's edit, so... It definitely did. Did it? Oh, okay. Yes, and... We know that you hate Steve Irwin. I don't hate Steve Irwin. I just, I don't, I don't know why you thought, I didn't cry on the episode. I don't think it came across as me hating Steve Irwin. Anyway, uh, yeah, f*** it, I hate Steve Irwin, and, uh... Don't say that, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> well, you're assuming it anyway. <laughs> no, we've got evidence. No, there's no it's evidence. on the last podcast. No, I will deny it. I'll say it was edited well, by a genius. Well... The proof is there. The audio proof. <sighs> so what is the difference between alligator and a crocodile? Or are you going to tell me that later? Because I genuinely don't know. Oh, okay. An alligator has got like a big, like round, rounded snout. Okay. And the uh, crocodile has got a very pointed, tapered snout. Huh. They sound like a tobacco brand. Rounded snout, mm, or a or a nice earthy, earthy beer. Yeah, the snout stout. Yeah, that's that's a hipster describing uh, <laughs> fucking real ale IPAs. Yeah, uh, it's got a, it's got a very rounded snout. This one, this one here has got a bit more of a tapered snout. Yeah. Uh, but that's 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 one of the main things. I might drop some more in later. Uh, I might not. Crocodiles are more aggressive actually than alligators. Alligators aren't. They're a little bit more cuddly. Okay, well, these were alligators, right, in this film? These were gators, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, I look forward to more differences later on. The film is Crawl, by the way, if you're you're listening. Yes. And has some alligators. Plenty. It was released in 2019, directed by uh, Alexandra Aja. Nice. And did you have any financial information on the film jimmy um i did you haven't said who it's produced by who the producer was though which is quite important let me guess because <laughs> i read it and i've forgotten oh that's sam raimi this is the, uh, yes it was yes. this is the only reason i watched this film i heard i heard uh... about it that he produced a film and i thought a horror film and i thought Whoa, go on Whoa, let's have a look shall we it was all right Anyway, the budget. <laughs> 13 and a half mil. Yep. Wow. Grossed worldwide 91 and a half mil. Not bad. Well, if that was a normal business, that would be one hell of a good profit. 
Well, yeah, exactly. Raimi's got the Spider-Man bucks to fall back on, though, hasn't he? Yeah, but he didn't have Bruce play an alligator, which is disappointing. That's a shame, yeah. I'd like to see Bruce pop up and just twat an alligator. With a chainsaw. Yeah, with a chainsaw or his boomstick. Or just with his fist. would be nice. Or his chin. Chinned him. <laughs> that would that would fit his uh, his style very much. Yeah, hundred percent. He should have been. I bet he called him up though. And went, can I be in this film? He's like, no. I'm assuming he does that every week. You make? Are you making? A I film? bet he does it all the time. You making a film this week? Can I? Can I be in it? Yeah, hundred percent. I bet he does it all the time. I'll say groovy. Fair play. <laughs> right, should we do a booze review? Oh, have you finished yours now? See, I can see you necking it. Yeah, whose go is it? Oh, I have no idea whose turn it is to go first. Uh, what was it last week? Uh, last time, you did the 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 six tuplet of cocktails. Uh, yeah, so you went first last time, I think. Okay, so short go. I think I don't know. Doesn't matter. Shall I go first? Yeah, go first. All right. Well, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, and my traditional Christmas drink is this. Oh, okay. Bottle of Bailey's. Oh, Bailey's. Right. What did you the think other, you said? The other uh, semen. <laughs> <laughs> the other, other Christmas drink. Same consistency. Not going to drink that whole bottle, are you? Uh, I don't think I'll... No, I know that's what been my thing this season. Series. It's been my don't thing this it. series, but I I don't think I could do a full bottle of Bailey's. Now, Bailey's is boring. I'm supposed to be reviewing a drink. There's no point in reviewing something. By the way, I want to show you this. Okay. And while I, while I do, I'll say there's no point in reviewing something that everyone already knows has it how it tastes because everybody's had Bailey's. So it tastes nice, it tastes creamy, a bit chocolatey, a bit whiskey-ish, kind of. But yeah. I'm serving them in this, which you have one of. Hey, beer mug. <laughs> Two beer mugs. Of different styles and shapes. Fucking nice. And like I said, okay. Bailey's is too boring. To make it extra Christmassy, I've got some butterscotch syrup I'm going to put in. Oh, shit. Never tried this before. I just kind of, well, let's face it, I didn't buy anything special for this episode because I forgot and I had these in the cupboard. I thought they might work. That's good. Good good choices there. So, two cups of Baileys with uh, some butterscotch syrup in, e- in each. So we had an interesting shot the other day, which yep. was uh, Baileys and tequila rose. Oh, that sounds it special. It was ex- Yes, it was exactly that. Get on that. So have you Go got on, both these uh, butter beer mugs or am I winning? <laughs> Seems everything's a competition. No, you're winning. We've only got the we've only got one one each of the, the normal, the same one. The little fat round one. Oh, they have separated differently. All the all the um all the butterscot syrup is on the bottom of the Oh yeah, I bet they are if you want to give that a stir. I haven't got anything to stir with, so I'm giving it a wiggle around. And then I'll have a drink. Stick your finger in it. Oh, mate, that's good. That's good. Oh, okay. Very nice. You have to give it a wiggle or a stir. I should have thought of that beforehand. Anyway. Yeah, I should have put a stir or something. I'm giving a thumbs up for Bailey's with butterscotch syrup in it. Well, good stuff. You've already won because mine's boring as fuck. Oh. I just, we just got given, we got given a load of various alcohols at work. So we have a selection, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to crack into the other. It's like ciders, beers, whatever. So I've gone for the cider, obviously, typical. Uh, some Magnus. Don't like Magnus. I don't think you should be putting ice in a pint of cider. True. True. 
I don't want to drink Magnus. I think what you should do... Hold on. It, it was crafted with a perfect blend of 17 varieties of delicious Irish apples. So we're on the same tip. You've gone Irish cream, I've gone Irish cider. Yeah. They don't have a serving suggestion on it, which is a shame. Um, I suggest you just pour it straight down the toilet and cut out the middle <laughs> one. Okay. But you are. are you I don't it? like Magnus. I think you can find much better beverages to drink, like a tramp's urine. <laughs> so are you using this I'm... podcast as an outlet to get rid of <laughs> ciders you don't otherwise want to drink? Yeah, and I've got like I've got I think I've got six or seven free cans, so I'm going to drink them, obviously. But this is, I'm not I'm not sat around the flat reviewing them on my own. I'll drink them to get pissed. Yeah, and when you've run out of tramp's piss. Yeah, and I'm here. I'm telling you the cold hard facts, and it's gone. They they brewed it since 1935, and it tastes like it's from 1935. <laughs> well, damning review there. I just don't like it. It's busty. It like it's like you're drinking it out of a sock. I don't like it. They can't all be well, winners. Magnus is the sphere of booze. Yeah, do you remember in that that fucking summer where they were bringing Magnus and Bulmers, making it cool? Yeah. Put ice in it, yeah, in a pint. Oh, do you want ice? And they'd always put the ice in it first. No, I don't want f-ing ice in my cider. I want it f-ing room temp. And now I'm paying for water. Yeah, I don't want to. It's like I'm drinking it straight out of a tramp's mouth. <laughs> okay, you're really going for the tramps tonight. <laughs> anyway, I think you've won that with your Bailey's and butterscotch. Butterscotch. Yeah, mine was nice and Christmassy as well. So there you go. Yeah, it was. You were on theme. Fuck! I balls it up. Put the lid on that before I knock it over. All right, I've got to do a gist of it. Yes! Are you ready for the gist of it? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to ex- describe this film to you like I've watched it, and then met you in the pub, right? Yeah. So in this film, it starts off with hurricane warnings that start buzzing off all over the place in small town Florida. And a woman called Haley, who likes to swim, is getting out of the pool. But this is Florida, so no one seems to give a shit about no hurricane warnings and they all start very calmly discussing their plans for the weekend. Well, Haley's dad isn't answering his bloody phone, so off she pops into the danger zone to look for him, bypassing her sister's ex-boyfriend who warns her not to go. He dies later on in an awesome limb-splitting manner, by the way. Anyway, in typical dad fashion, Haley's dad's found the quietest, most discreet place in the house to hide away and try and get some time to himself. And in an annoying kid fashion, she's f***ing found him anyway. It's a good job though, as he is stuck in the crawl space under their house and has been injured by a mother trucking alligator who seems to be squatting in that crawl space. One thing leads to another and Haley also gets injured by the alligator. Then it turns out there's another alligator in there as well. Then it turns out they have an alligator nest under the house through some weird underhouse water outlet thing connecting their crawl space to a river for some reason I don't understand because I'm British and we have normal houses here that end at the floor. Haley kills an alligator from the inside by involuntarily, involuntarily having her hand inside the gator's face while she happens to be holding a gun which she unloads pretty sharpish. A gun I'm pretty sure she just found on the floor down there for some reason I don't understand because I'm British and we don't find guns lying around like real life loot boxes around here. So these super angry, coordinated alligators, that's right, did I mention they were extra intelligent alligators that take to violence as well as they take to, well, water? Because they are, and there are bloody tons of them all over the town just waiting to kill anyone and everything, including Haley's sister's ex-boyfriend, and then some happy-go-lucky looters who happen to be robbing a petrol station while Samuel Jackson floats by in the background, uncredited. He's in everything, that guy. 
At one point, it seems like Haley and her dad are free to make their escape after Haley performs some badass swimming and running to grab the looter's boat they no longer lead because they're all dead. And she does this despite her leg being half amputated by an unqualified Dr. Alligator. But you'll never guess what, the bloody levee only goes and breaks and I'm assuming this is after someone's crashed their Chevy into it. So now, boat's fucked, town's fucked, they're fucked, and the alligators are all about to buffy it the fuck up in this town. Haley and her dad make their way to the roof and wait for it all to blow over, which it does, literally, because they're in the middle of a hurricane. The end. Nice, I'd watch that, it's a comedy, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a uh, father-daughter. Oh, dad, you're stuck under the call space again. Yeah, it's a lot of that. I was just trying to watch some porn on my own. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've fallen out. I'm down here crying over your mum. Yeah. Don't want to talk to you anymore. You mentioned British there quite a lot. Twice. So I thought I thought we could do. Well, I think we could do a really good British version of this. What? Where nothing bad happens because we don't I... get stuck in crawl spaces. <laughs> no, but I kind of. There's no crawl space involved. I think we should. We could call it. It's it's a working title. I think we could call it Stagger. Okay. Right. You're the main protagonist. Me? I'm in it. Yes, you, you're you the main character. Okay. Sort of. You're the Haley of this, of this. Okay. Film. I've missed the podcast. Ugh. And you've come out looking for me. And you're like, you've gone to Nat and you're going, where, where's Jimmy? And she went, well, I don't know. And he went out to the pub for a quick half. Almost and Magnus, no ice. <laughs> so, so you pop down the pub, yeah, right where you find me, yeah, trapped in the beer cellar, and I'm un- I'm trapped underneath a load of various pub snacks. You know, your dry roasted peanuts, your salted peanuts, your pork scratchings, yeah, you know, your bacon fries, your scampi fries, yeah. I'm trapped there, and I'm, I've accidentally knocked off, knocked off, knocked over all of the. Uh, beer kegs beer and cider kegs and they're slowly leaking and the beer cellar is filling with with booze and we oh, okay. have to drink our way out uh, the twist is it's all magnus oh yeah and then i'd just rather drown <laughs> i'm like leave me under the pork scratchings <laughs> yeah we could do that film that's just a quick one that's like straight up top of my head stuff like if i would really get down to the nitty-gritty and write it down we could we could be onto a winner there well, there needs to be like two scary things happening because they've got the water rising and the gators so we need the beer rising and like the local drunk guy starting on oh. for no reason in there like he just lives down there always drunk and it was like who are you looking at what are you looking at huh? and we're like yeah. nothing man just walking through yeah or it could be time at the bar is quick approaching <laughs> yeah so there's a sense of like that's a sense of tension isn't it so we've got a specific time yeah it's getting towards 11 got to sop up lads yeah i like it i like it anyway it's loose it's yeah it's loose stagger i'm calling it cool so uh <laughs> would you watch crawl based on my yeah i would walk through yeah i would yeah good i would and then i'd be disappointed because you made it sound funnier than it is yeah so i'd be annoyed i think your version yeah I I still like this film. Yeah, I rate it. Yeah, it's right. It's good. Well, I think probably it's time for some frights and delights. Then is it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Why not? 
you need a minute. Right, here we go. It's alligators, it's crocodiles. It's Frights and Delights! Which one's the Frights and which one's Delights? Um, I think a fright isn't actually a crocodile. Okay. Because they're, because they're nastier and more aggressive. And the alligator is the delight because they're cuddly little fur balls. I think the words cuddly and little are both incorrect. <laughs> they might be tame. Right, they've got little feet. Have they? Yeah, they've, both, they've all got little feet. <laughs> Quick as well. Yeah. But little feet. They're very quick underwater. Anyway, a lot quicker than this woman can swim, by the way, which is something she said, I can swim faster than those alligators. And I was like, Google. <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah. About 20 something, 15 to 20 mile an hour. They can swim underwater at full speed. Seems like a lot. 20, 23 miles an hour. 23? Mm-hmm. That's mental. She can't swim that fast. I actually oh, checked no, the no. fastest swimmer's time and it was like six mile an hour. Six to seven mile an hour. So, yeah, that's a load of bull. Anyway, my frights and delights. Number, I'm gonna do number five because you like a countdown. <laughs> I like a count up. I like a countdown. Ah, well, I might count down halfway and then go back up again. Number five. <laughs> there was a truck early on in the film with the number plate Matt seven two five. This is a reference to a Bible passage, Matthew seven twenty five, and it says, "The rain came down." The streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundations on the rock. Oh. Which I think is actually stolen from a super early version of the Three Little Pigs, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> no. No, it's something else. <laughs> what do you mean it's something else? Three Little Pigs has got the houses built in different areas, and the wolf can't blow them down. Yeah, but some religious people have built built houses on, like, sand. Don't they? There's a, there's another thing. Oh, I have no idea. Like this fella built his house on sand, and his house <laughs> up. He wasn't very clever. This oh. house, this dude built his house on fucking grass or moss. That's the three and little some pigs. Guy built... Oh no, you're right. There's something religious though, yes. isn't there? No, you're right. The three little pigs built them out of different materials. Yeah, but on the yeah. same foundations. Yes, there was a, there's a there's a God thing with foundations and so well, I mean, it does make sense because this is a passage from the Bible I just read. I was just making a three little pigs joke. Oh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, you're it right. Lies. Right, okay. number four. Tarantino said this was his favorite film of 2019, which is weird because it was good, but it's right. not best film of the year type good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I reckon maybe that Samuel L. Jackson cameo floating by in the background uh, helped swing it for him because he likes him, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. Do we know what else came out in 2019? No. Was it have... a dry year? Should we have a Google? Have a quick Google, because it might... And we know Tarantino was probably off his nut. Hang on. You have a Google, and I'll do number three. Okay, yeah, go on then. Number three. Haley and her dad's last name is Keller, and they are stuck in a basement. Keller is German for basement. Coincidence? Almost definitely, yes, it is. <laughs> Because there are no other German yeah. references, characters, or mentions of Germany at all in this film. But still, it's a coincidence worth using to fill a frankly sparse list. Yeah, fair enough. Have yeah. you come along with a 2019 film search? Well, 
I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't think he's wrong, really. Captain Marvel, nah, shit. Shazam was shit. Dumbo shit. Spider Man Far From Home came out pretty fucking good, but still, it's not Tarantino's bag, it's is not it? Tarantino's style, though. Toy Story Four, not Tarantino's bag. Secret Life of Pets Two, not not his bag. Frozen Two, not his bag. It Chapter Two came out, which is weird. He went for that one. 47 Meters Down Uncaged came out. Oh, and um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Quentin Tarantino film. I think that's a good film, but he probably couldn't pick his own. (laughs) No, he probably couldn't remember he did it. Oh, and the best film of 2019 was uh, uh, Detective Pikachu. I don't know why he didn't pick that. Fuck, he's off his tits. Yeah, well, back to number four again. This film is set in Florida, but there must be a shortage, of, a shortage of actors in the US because the main characters are played by actors from the UK, one from Canada, and one from Croatia. So, Kea Scorsolario, who played Haley, and probably that's not her name, but that's as close as I can get. She's English. Barry Pepper, who played her dad, Dave. Uh, what's the worst that could happen? He's Canadian. Haley's sister Beth was played by a Welsh actress. Her ex-boyfriend was played by a Scottish dude, and other characters were also from the UK. Oh, that's pretty good. And it was filmed in Serbia. What? It was filmed in Serbia. I did not see that. It was. Why was it filmed in Serbia? Are you joking? Cheaper, isn't it? It looked very Floridary, but then they used a lot of blue screen and water tanks and sets as. I, I think it was a massive it. water tank. It was just one big water tank, I think. Yeah. Pretty cool. Cool. What, what number are we on now? Five again. Eight. Five. Eight. Twelve. Twelve. Number twelve. One. So you will uh, see this film is set in a hurricane, and they are characteristically as windy as a post-Christmas dinner nap. Like that topical joke. Very good. Thank you. When Haley and her dad first escape the crawl space, her hair isn't being flapped all over the shop by the wind of a Category 5 hurricane. So this is going to shock you, Jimmy, so I hope you're sat down. I am. Because if you rewatch it, her hair isn't moving about at all. I said, at all. Told you it was slim pickings for this part. <laughs> wow, that was yeah. good. Thanks. Yeah, there's a yeah. Not much about this film to find online, but there you go. It is weird. Well, it might have just been might have just been really good hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. Good product she's got on her barnet. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good advert. You know, someone going out with like a full on uh, perm. I'm sure that's been place. done. They go out in a hurricane, and there's like a cow flying in front of them. Gets stuck in the hair, but the hair doesn't move at all. I'm uh, you. You laugh. I'm sure that's been done for a hairspray. <laughs> I'm sure it has. Hi, you like my sound effect? Yeah, it's great. Good. Right, shall we uh, stop messing around, take a break, and then uh, shall we come back and do Jimmy's day release? Yes. Why not? Okay, I'm nearly down this uh, horrible uh, tramp's urine can. How are you doing with the uh, Baileys? Uh, I'm on my third. I'm not going to judge by how much the bottle left. I'm pouring myself one Christmas. 
There we go. Merry, oh, Merry Christmas. Well, why don't you uh, sit back and relax with your Baileys and butterscotch? Got a spoon as well, so I can mix the uh, syrup in better than I did in the first half of the episode. Ah, uh, okay, very clever. Improve my drinks, <laughs> apparently. Right, I'm sitting back now, so I'll sound quiet if I talk about like this over here, okay? Yeah, you're relaxed. Okay, so I thought we'd go and compare uh, alligator attacks versus crocodile attacks. Are you angling for a, a new jingle? You wanted a jingle. Do you want the go compare jingle? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> No, that was an accident. Okay. Definitely don't want that. Okay. So, this poor woman, Jove Suarez Jimenez, 28, her dismembered body was found floating in a canal between Markham County Park and State Road 84 in Sunrise, Florida. She was killed while jogging the previous evening by a nine foot six inch alligator. Her arms were found in the animal's digestive tract during necropsy. And the Bowood County Medical Examiner concluded that she was attacked on land and dragged into the canal. That's an alligator. Minging. Don't go jogging. Okay, this is that uh, uh, the. F- it's going to be the moral of many a story. Right, this is a crocodile. A woman's limbs were cut out of a crocodile's stomach shortly after it ate her in June 2020. The beast pounced on Fatima. 45, while she was fishing in a river in North Kalimantan, Indonesia. Shocked friends heard Fatima's screams and watched in terror as the reptile clamped its jaws around her body and dragged her below the surface of the water. The 19-foot-long giant crocodile was caught the next day after angry residents hunted the beast. There's gruesome footage that shows locals cutting open the crocodile's stomach and removing her limbs. Fatima's severed head and other body parts were later found nearby, having been discarded by the croc. Wow. It's pretty brutal, that one. Was she having a jog? Eh? Was she out for a jog? I think she was just out bothering. Croc bothering. Fishing. Probably seems to be another thing that I've, I've read a lot of them. There's a lot, and a lot of it is people getting dragged in while they're jogging. Yeah. People fishing. And people were retrieving, like, the Frisbee golf things. You know a Frisbee? Frolf. Uh, Frolfing yeah. out of puddles. Anyway, Tommy Woodward. Woody? Not anymore. After an 11-foot alligator appeared at Burkhart's Marina in Orange, Texas, bystanders was, were told to stay out of the water. Tommy Woodward mocked the alligator and jumped into the water in close proximity. Uh, was immediately pulled underwater. His body was later found with severe trauma to the chest, and this was the first recorded fatal alligator attack in Texas since 1836. Now, there's also a a moral there. Don't be a prick. Yeah. When you say 1836 as well, was that the year, or was that like the night before 6.36 p.m.? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's 1836. That's in Texas. So you don't get, I don't think you get a lot of alligators in Texas. Huh, I feel like just I would like have said cowboys. You, and... If you'd have told me, I guess five places where you get alligators, I reckon I might have guessed Texas. Shows me. Do you reckon? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I'd just say horses. They're walking around in crocodile shoes over there, aren't they? In crocodile handbags and. Good fucking point. Hats Horse made of botherers. Crocodiles and earrings made of crocodile balls and. All right, Good point. 
I, I sit corrected. A monster six-foot crocodile has eaten 80 people and even snatched children, according to terrified locals in Uganda. Known as Osama, the 75-year-old beast is accused of a number of brutal killings, believed to have taken place over 14 years in the small village of Luganga. Named after the notorious terrorist behind the 9-11 attack, the reptile's reign of terror took place from 1991 to 2005. Now, I don't know why he's called Osama if he started in 1991. Surely Osama didn't pop out, or did he? They might not have named him, though, till later on when he had enough kills, thinking, oh, it's killed a lot now. By the time he got to 2001, he went, oh, he's killed a lot now, just like Osama. And everyone went, huh, that's funny. It's a bit annoying, that's what I was going to call my crocodile yeah good point actually good point right 991 to 2005 but it's alleged that he wiped out a tenth of the village population according to reports the beast would emerge from lake victoria to snatch kids and swim beneath fishing boats to purposefully capsize them it led villagers to become convinced that the creature was immortal or even satan himself uh a resident of the village claimed he was rowing in the back of his boat as his brother Peter fished from the front when Osama leapt in and snatched his brother. The resident added, Peter was clutching the side screaming. They fought for about five minutes until I heard a tearing sound. Uh, my brother then shouted, my leg is broken. Then he let go and was dragged into the lake. Uh, a few days later, they found his head and his arm. Nothing else. Oh no. Oh no. Crocodiles are brutal. Yeah. Right, I'm going to move on swiftly to this guy, Timothy Satterley. He was 71. The victim was attacked in floodwaters of Hurricane Ida near the city of Sli- Slidal, Louisiana. It's a lot of owls. I know, there's a loads of owls there. <laughs> Try reading it. Which is just across the lake, Pont Chatrain from New Orleans. The attack was witnessed by the victim's wife, who said the alligator bit his arm off. A 12-foot-long alligator believed to have attacked Sorley was captured and killed on September 13th, 2021. Human remains were found in its stomach. Although although Louisiana, like Florida, has approximately 1.5 million alligators, this was Louisiana's only known fatal alligator attack. 1.5 million. Wow. Can I ask a question then? I am an expert. Go on. Why did they choose alligators as the bad guy in the film why don't they just set it somewhere where there were crocodiles or do they not have crocodiles in the US but then they filmed it in Serbia yeah they do English actors. of course they do I'm sure they have crocodiles there don't they I haven't got a clue I assume they're all in Dundee right moving swiftly on <laughs> the body right this one's a bit of a light hearted one you'll like this you'll like this one okay is it involved in getting killed again or what I will reach through the screen and <laughs> Punch you in the throat. <laughs> I like with Steve a stingray. I don't know what's going on. Right, right. The body of a boy eight was cut from a crocodile's stomach after a twenty-six-foot-long beast swallowed his swallowed him whole in Indonesia. Demos was dragged into murky water as his dad frantically swam after the huge reptile. Uh, the boy had been fishing with his father when he strayed further from the shore. The croc suddenly pounced on him in the river, seeing seeing the deadly 26-foot-long reptile dragging Demos away, the dad swam after the reptile and punched it to try and make it release his son. Tragically, the animal swallowed little Demos whole. The croc was found the next day 
and Demos's body was cut out fully intact, but sadly lifeless. Holy shit. Merry Christmas. Wow, is that the light-hearted one? That was the worst one. That's an eight-year-old boy. Yeah, they swallowed him whole. Imagine how big that crocodile was. 26 feet long. That's six meters. When was that? Uh, don't know. Oh, March 2021. Yeah. So COVID. No, that is not light-hearted. That's not funny. It wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> they shouldn't have been out fishing. Lockdown. Yeah, that's a good punishment. So I hope the dad got a little slap on the wrist there for uh, breaking lockdown laws. Right. There you go. That's my little... Uh... They might have had different rules to us there. Yeah, they might have. But, you know, at least we don't have big crocodiles jumping up at us. didn't like that one. How can, how can you... Uh, yeah. Wish it was Steve Irwin rather than an eight-year-old boy. I will come in there and slap your face. <laughs> Tell me more things. <laughs> <laughs> the main problem is you're not going to keep, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's mosey on over to the master of the macabre. Master of the macabre. Welcome to the Master of the Macabre, where we decide who we want to throw out into the hurricane and who we want to come again. We're going to choose who did well in this film. Fuck off. And who did fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Who can fuck off. (laughs) You may not know this, listeners, but we make these up as we're recording. (laughs) I don't think that always comes across with the quality. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's really, it's it's top class. (laughs) 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 <laughs> to be fair, that's the quickest I've ever thought of one. Right. Very good. <laughs> what choices have you got? I've only got one. I've got one. Okay. Should we just say at the same time, old school time? Okay, yeah, okay. Okay. One, two, three. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure you were going to say Danny DeVito. Didn't say anything, I panicked. No, yeah, because you were trying to think of a different actor. I was. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Danny DeVito or Robert De Niro. Yeah. yeah. I said, oh, I didn't want to do it. Right, I'm going to do mine then. Okay. I've chosen the dog. Sugar? Yes, sweetie. Okay. Well, go on, why the dog? Because it was amazing. I was reading it was about the dog. And, like, what it had to go through, as a, as a dog, obviously, and it was in the water tanks on a car with wind machines blowing it around and things being smacked against the side. It had a trainer in the back seat behind just in case it needed him, but it didn't need him. It was trained when the tree smashed through the side of the house to run a certain direction. It was trained to run to Haley when she was searching her dad's house, having only met her a few hours before and doing a bit of practice. That dog was a legend. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Well done. I think it might have been Samuel L. Jackson in a suit. Yeah, definitely. Motherfucking woof! They just had to... Yeah, they just had to do that false perspective thing to make it look like he was small. Yeah. A blonde. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a black dog, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed it so much I remember all the details. Wow, it's a little black dog with a grey beard. Yes, it is, yeah. I thought it was called Shagger for about the first 20 minutes of the film. Shabba? Shagger. Shagger. What, Sh- Shagger? Hey up, Shaggers. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my dad, you slag? 
Right, I didn't pick the dog. I right. should have. Who did you pick? I went for old Barry Pepper. Yeah. He plays he played the dad. I like him. I just like him in films. I think he's been in some good films. Has he always been American in films? Yeah, why? Where's he from? Hang on, I'll just get back up to my notes. <laughs> oh, he's Canadian. From Canada. Yeah, he's Canadian. Ah, uh, he's Canadian, eh? <laughs> That's why I could well, the difference. They just have to pronounce house and about differently and they fit in perfectly. Yeah, you can't really tell. I thought, yeah, I th- yeah, he was good. I just think I just like him in other films like Saving Pirate Ryan and Green Mile. I'm fully up for giving the dog one. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got to get in line. <laughs> Is this the first, first award we're going to give to a dog? I don't know. Well, a do- yeah, it must be. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. I can't it's got to be, surely. To, but yeah, it's got to be. I don't know if it's the first animal. I think, I feel like we gave an animal one at some point, but I can't think of any animals in any of the films we've reviewed. So, anyway, it's been given to the dog, whose name, real name, I, I couldn't find. Oh, that's a shame. We'll just call it Shaga. Shaga the dog. Sugar. And then clean up afterwards. Yeah, sorry. Wow. Again. Is, this, is, my mic, is this on? Is it working? Oh, there's even a line I won't cross. <laughs> That's because we're British and over here we get in line and wait. Oh, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Probably dead now. Uh, 2019. I don't think it'd be dead. Oh, it's quite old in film. Looked like had a grey beard. Stroke three years ago. What well, do I know? We're never going to find out. Nah, probably not. Oh, well. Never mind. Shall we completely forget about it, never talk about it again, and move on to the Madhouse rating system? Yeah, we'll just chuck them out a bone-shaped trophy, and then we'll move on with our lives. Yep. And uh, I want to clarify, you mean a bone bone, not a penis bone. <laughs> that is, yeah. No. Uh... Well, you don't mean a bone bone, you do mean a penis bone. I mean a bone bone. <laughs> All right, right, this is getting away. Yeah, let's go to the Midhouse rating system. As <laughs> Barry Pepper would say. Oh, tell us what is the boot. The Madhouse rating system. Right, here we go. Let's give it a lovely little rating. It's the Madhouse rating system. Oh, first up. We got that lovely tension and suspense. Oh, lovely look of the spoon. That's a weird thing to say out of context for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it scores pretty well on this one for me because uh, the setting of a crawl space with alligators is a great set up but could have been very boring. But they managed to have it work quite well with us not knowing where the gators are. They slyly travel below the waterline. The waterline rising itself is a good tool because they're trapped below ground level so could die either by gator or by drowning, which sucks for them, but does add some yep. jeopardy and tension for us. The higher the water rises, the harder it is to see the alligators. That and the tree smashing through the window jump scare and uh, some other stuff I wasn't expecting makes this a thumbs up from me. Yeah, there was a couple of little jump scares, wasn't there? The tree was one, and there was another one. I think maybe the alligator came out out of nowhere when she walked around the corner, and then she realised there was two alligators. Oh, uh, yeah. 
a nut one. I think there was one. But I think we don't really, we don't have buildings like this, do we? No. In England. So it's very, it's very, very hard, I think, for us to comprehend the the crawl space. It's a very weird concept. There's, yeah, there's just like a an underneath bit to the house where... Yeah. That you for you to hide bodies? What's it, what's it for? Wow, that's what that's what serial killers have done previously. To hide it in the crawl. I think space. Wayne Gacy did it. Hide your drugs down there. Yeah, like it's it's just a very weird concept. Also, they could have got out very easily. The brick of those decorative bricks in the background. Yeah, I thought that annoyed me because I was like, I reckon. I mean, he's down there with tools, right? Yeah, they're all down there with tools. Yeah, pipes. You could. I mean, let's face it. If you're being attacked by a gator, you would just bash through that with your body. Yeah, I mean, he was he was fucked. But when she got down there, mm-hmm. and they got under the pipe bit where they were safe, they and they were up against the wall with the thing. She could bash that out. You could bash one out all day long in a cool <laughs> space. <laughs> Gotta wait for Shagger to get there first. So there's that <laughs> brick. There's like one brick in the middle of this decorative gap it's hard to explain yeah, you got it. there's like diamond shaped gaps in the brick work down there yeah. for air i'm assuming do you we did uh the visit had a crawl space underneath as well do you remember the grandma was like yeah it did yeah pissing about down there for yeah. some reason uh, so what are you getting it uh, i'm gonna give it one because that what we watched it i think we watched it again last night and that was like this is this is really tense film i'm like she's sweating a bit I was just fixated on the fact that you could get out if you really wanted to get out through the bricks. Mm-hmm. But I'd give it one. I reckon give it one. I think it did. All right. I'd give it one. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I liked the bit in the bathroom where she trapped the gator in the shower. Clever. It reminded me a bit of Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, it's the, got that vibe. The raptors. Yeah, that's got a little vibe to it. Right. Next up, we've got a uh, line. Oh, it's gore and visual effects. These were all pretty good, with uh, people being ripped to pieces. One in particular gets an alligator on each limb, including his head, and just gets separated in like five different directions. You see that bit in the water? No, well, when was that bit? There's a bit, I think it might have been Haley's sister's ex-boyfriend, who I mentioned. He like gets attacked. No, was these, it? Yeah, these alligators come out of nowhere and just like bite different parts of him and rip him in, rip him in pieces. No, wasn't no, because he got bit because he was looking into the thing when he got bit. Well, it might not have been him, but it was someone. Was it the other the other guy who was looking at the on the boat, the other copper? Yes, it might have been him. Yeah, it was him, wasn't it? Yeah. When he walked over to the 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 swing that was being pulled under the water. Yeah, he tried to get back to the boat once he realised the chain had broke. Yeah, it was yeah, him. yeah, and you yeah. know how much of a fan of physics I am, and people trying to beat it by going in five different directions at once is always fun to watch because. <laughs> Didn't end well for him. Um, they filmed a lot of this in water tanks with blue screens because green screens are so yesterday now. And the dodge, <laughs> the, the doggy had a trainer right by it at all times, as I mentioned before. So it was all cool with the wind machines and the debris hitting the car in one particular scene when they were travelling in a car and other things throughout, which I mentioned earlier. So I reckon go on visual effects gets one as well. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed when Barry Pepper got his arm bitten off. Yeah, I mean... That's nice. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of a terrible joke then. Right, what's next? 
I want to hear it. It was me yeah. singing the Dr. Pepper theme tune while singing Barry Pepper, What's the Worst That Could Happen? So, <laughs> I'm not okay, doing yeah, it. Okay, but... yeah, fair enough. You can do that joke yourself. So, what are we, what... <laughs> what are we saying then? One for Gore and Michelin I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right, we're on for a tour. Uh, next up, we've got performance. Yes. For the most part, yes, it is. Uh, for the most part, I thought it was pretty damn good. Uh, a couple of line deliveries here and there were not great, but it seemed awkward, maybe because those particular lines were badly written and felt forced. Uh, as soon as her dad started making her say, like in the flashbacks when she was a kid, that she was an apex predator, I knew that line was coming back as a one-liner yeah. later on. And it, was, it was really forced. It was like forced into the story from the beginning, this apex predator. Yeah. Yeah, so she she nicks a boat from, from crocodiles or something. I can't remember. And she goes, "I'm an apex predator." No, I don't. Yeah, she she's got to swim to the she's got to swim to the boat, isn't he? Isn't she? Yeah. And he's like, "What are you? Is an alligator an apex predator?" Yeah. Is it? I think so. Okay. Okay. I was trying. We were trying to work this out last night. Could have just googled it. I don't know the actual definition of apex predator but i think it's like the top predator in its environment environment yeah randy orton he's the apex predator in the human world okay wrestling okay he's the apex predator randy orton oh. uh lion lion's apex predator the desert human jungle that's the thing isn't it they always say What's the most deadly animal on earth? And everyone goes, a lion? You know, humans. Which is a lie. It's actually mosquitoes. That's true, bastards. Bastards. No, wasn't there? A th- was I think there was a thing in like Bel- Belgium or or somewhere. There's a museum where you can go and look at the world's deadliest uh, creature, and it's so you go in and look, and it's just a mirror. Ooh. Yeah, it's Deep. good, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking deep, isn't it? I like that. Yeah. But someone had a anyway. smug look on their face when they put that forward to a committee. Yeah, that was like, this is like, that was in like the 1930s or something. Right, we're giving it one. Uh, I don't think it deserves a full star. Go for a halfer? I'll go for a half. That's two and a half. All right. Okay, next up is... Is it Musical Sword of Flowers? It is indeed. Lovely. Uh, I've just written here, not memorable. No, I don't. I can't remember anything. I can just me- remember rain. And I like the sound of rain. Yeah. And wind. I mean, sometimes I go back to listen to... Just, like, click through the film in random places to remind myself how the score is before I write something. I didn't do that with this one. I, I Because I couldn't remember anything. Um... So maybe I should have done, actually, made the wrong decision. But there you go. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I can kind of get the idea of it and think, oh, yeah, what was that bit? This one, if it, if you told me now that it didn't have a soundtrack, i go, yeah, you know what, I don't remember a thing. Nah. Noises. Is a lack of a soundtrack worth a star? <laughs> no. No. I, I mean, we've just had a storm, haven't we? So it's quite fitting that we've watched this. Yeah. Yeah, I foresaw that storm. That's why I picked this. Nice. Months ago. 
can't remember what the storm's called, like Pier or something stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Windy as fuck over here, though. It's been bad here as well. It's, it's not... just calmed down, though. Yeah, it's not for... It's not fucking Gale Force 5 or whatever this hurricane was, but it certainly was breezy. <laughs> it's as bad as it gets here, because we're from Britain. Breezy. We don't get stupid, crazy weather over here. <laughs> yeah. It's got a little bit gusty. Yeah. I got a little bit moist when I went outside. <laughs> bit of drizzle. Lovely. Where's the line? Couple of twigs. <laughs> right, zero. I think for that. Okay. So what are we at? Two, Two and a half. half. Right. What's the last one? Blanking. Overall experience. It's overall experience. Of course it is. I thought it was pretty good. Sorry, thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I think it's worth a half. Yeah, I think it's worth a half. I did like watching it. First, The very first time I watched it, was I thought, oh, this is interesting. This is very good. So here's my view. It's a three out of five film, and I don't think it's much better than a three out of five. But I'm also scared that one day Quentin Tarantino might listen to this episode of the podcast because it's his favourite film. And then, like, call us names and stuff. No, he'll think this is the best thing in the world because it'd be off his tits on coke. Okay. Yep. Should we give it a half and make it a three? We'll make it a three. So, what? 47 metres down got four and a half. <gasps> no, it correct? did not, did it? No, three and a half, sorry. No, oh. two and a half. Fucking hell, what's wrong with me? I'm not saying you're wrong. I just couldn't believe it was a four and a half. No, I think I'm having a stroke. I think it was two and a half. I didn't think I could see your other hand. <laughs> I like to double hand it. <laughs> Hold it like a broadsword. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, wow. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> Stop it. Right. <laughs> 47 metres down, got two and a half. Okay. I feel this is in the same area. If yeah. You know what I mean? I think this is a bit. I do think this is a bit better. Okay. So I think three kind yeah. of fits. I'm happy to give it a three, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to argue for bringing it down to a two and a half. No, I'm happy to give it a three. I like it. I like this film. I think it's really good. All right. Fair enough. Okay, not really good. I thought it was good. It's enjoyable. It was a three out of five. We can watch it. It was three out of five. Oh, amazing. It's amazing. We should should show this to more people. (laughs) Or whatever you do when you watch a good film. Yeah, and it's much better than the Sophia. Yeah. That we gave, like, one star. You know what's much better than a sphere? Magnus Cider. <laughs> Do you know what? That'd be my worst night if someone went, pop round, we'll watch the sphere. Pop round, we'll watch this movie. we are like, all right, have you got a beers in? Yeah, we got we got the drinks in. <laughs> Turn up. And then it's just a case of Magnus and we've got to watch the sphere. Extended Great. director's cut edition. Can I can I at least smoke inside? No, no, no. You have to go downstairs. What floor are we on? Thirty fourth. I can't write. Fuck you. Yeah. By the way, I've put ice in your drink. I hope you don't mind. I put ice in your Magnus. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Don't worry. I've got the Magnus and the bag of ice in, so we're all set. Yeah. We're all set for a good night. Yeah. Oh, you know, what's your <laughs> least favourite food? And I've got your fortieth planned. <laughs> 
I don't think I have a least favourite food. I quite like food. I quite like it. Okay. All right. Corn beef. <laughs> Spam. Spudge. No, I don't mind a bit of spam. It's corned beef that gets me riled up. All right, excellent. All right. It's like eat. It's like eating brown, pink polystyrene. It's disgusting. Nat eats it in her fucking sandwiches, and I want to fucking punch her in the tit. <laughs> what happened? Doesn't I think if you punch a woman in the tit, it just inflates the other tit more, and that will hit you in the. <laughs> so, like a defense mechanism. You punch uh... one tit, the other one inflates. And bashes uh, you away. It's a defence mechanism. I thought everyone knew that. Don't do that. Amazing. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking lovely. It's a lovely image. Right, it's time for IMDb challenge. Uh, it's my turn, isn't it? It is. Although, it's episode five. It is. Uh, oh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. So I thought something happened there. Are you picking Jaws, by the way? Well, you don't know if I am or not, do you? I don't know, no, no, I don't know, no. I mean, we have taken this trip through aquatic horror. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've just knocked the Christmas tree over. It's fine. Um, well, I'm still going to read out a, a a thing and see if you get it correctly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it like this conversation didn't happen. So, yeah. Okay. Right. Andy B die M. Do a challenge. <laughs> It's four, kind of shark. It's four letters. <laughs> yeah, but I know, but they're just confusing to read. Okay. Oh, you've actually got them written out in front of you and still couldn't see them. No, that's it's fine. Yeah, I can, I can see them. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. This is the no DBMI challenge. <laughs> right. It's obviously Jaws. When a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community off Cape Cod, it's up to the local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. Hmm. Is it Jaws 2? No. See, you can't even get that right. Useless. Is it Jaws 3? No, come on! <laughs> Jaws 4! I mean, we're getting into the good stuff. Come on, stop beating about the bush. What is it? I'm not beating about the bush. I'm beating about the sand. It's Jaws! It is Jaws, yes! The 1975 Steven Spielberg classic, nice. Jaws. Looking forward to watching this Dun-dum. one again. Dun-dum. I think I watch it uh, twice a month. <laughs> <laughs> you do not, really. I do, yeah, honestly, honestly. Really? I think I watched it a year yeah. ago, and I was—I thought I'm, I won't tell him I watched it a year ago, because that... Watching it once a year is quite quite a lot. <laughs> no, honestly, I think this year I have. Pro- I think I've watched it. How? Even the best. I don't film think in the it's world, not. To- but... Maybe not. Maybe not twice a month. Maybe I think I've watched it about six times this year. Wow! I think uh, even the, my favorite film in the world would start to grate on me if I watched it that often. I don't know. I I think it's a great film. Although some of my favorite videos, I've only ever got two minutes into. So who knows. Porn. <laughs> Thanks for spelling out the punchline. <laughs> Pornos. Uh. Right, Jaws right. then. Who would have seen that coming? Don't know. No one. No one saw Jaws coming. 
Fuck yes. <laughs> that woman from this film. She'd be right, wouldn't she? Because she'd be able to outswim a great white shark, apparently. Oh, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Because she's an apex predator. Oh! Just briefly, uh, Nat said she'd be more afraid of alligators than uh, sharks. All right, okay. Well, what if a shark could run on water? What would you be scared of? Would you be more scared of, like, an alligator or a crocodile or a shark that could run on water? <laughs> Uh, Little legs. It's a very strange question because one of them you're only going to see during freshwater is shallow. So it depends on your situation. I'd be more scared of white sharks if I was swimming in the middle of the ocean in the shark-infested, known shark-infested waters. No, if it was sunbathing, it just ran up, ran up out the sea. <laughs> Nibble Joe, and you're off. Well, an alligator, obviously, because a shark couldn't do that. You'd have to be in deep. No, I'm saying about what if it could. Well. It- yeah, had little legs. That's not the point. She said she's more scared of one than the other. Not, I'm more scared of this one than the hypothetical version of the other one. <laughs> what if okay, an well, alligator I'm... could use a machine gun <laughs> and was heavily armed? <sighs> I'm more scared of a shark with tiny little legs. What, than an alligator with a machine gun? Yes. Would you be scared of one shark-sized goldfish or a hundred goldfish-sized sharks? <laughs> I think I'd be scared of a massive goldfish. Yeah. Especially Probably. if it grew overnight in your tank in your living room. Oh, yeah. If you woke up in the morning and walked into it, I mean, it might be dead because it's been. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you get sushi. Yeah, what if your goldfish had turned into like 100 sharks that were goldfish sized? That'd be pretty cool, actually. Anyway, this is getting away from us. Yeah. Right. I think... Is the episode done? Are we finished? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> right, excellent. Well, thank three you. Out star, three out of five stars. Three out of five stars for Crawl. Next up is Jaws. Thank you for listening to the Madhouse podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening to it right now. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you feel like it, just on the streets like proper good old-fashioned stalkers. Put some effort into it. And please <laughs> send us your moist horror stories to I'm the Apex Predator at I think you'll find that Jaws.com. <laughs> Here is the saltwater crocodile. Oh. We're oh about um, to explode oh, in violent secrecy oh, with a I... crack crocodile capture team in the um, wild remote top end of Australia. Get on here, like, We're searching oh, for a super oh, croc. Make it stop. Oh, it, it's voice is grating. Like, oh, how does this even get... It doesn't make any sense. Like, just... Primeval landscapes. The chopper's gonna be my vital No one cares about your chopper, Steve. I've gotta stop this plane. How's this, how is this on? How? It's not a crane, though, is it? It's a helicopter. It's, it's clearly not a crane. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fade you out now. And, uh, yeah. Is that even a real Australian accent? That sounds way overdone. No. Yeah. There we go.